Amsterdam. In the 1930s, three friends witness a murder, are framed for it, and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in American history. This movie was written and directed by David O. Russell, and honestly, a lot of people haven't really enjoyed this film according to Rotten Tomatoes, but I am in the minority. I actually really liked it. If I had described my experience with this film in one sentence, it would be that although this won't be everybody's cup of tea, I still think that the charismatic performances of our leads is enough to carry the film, and even a lot of the supporting actors help support that effort. I think the film is charming enough to make it worth watching, even though it might confuse and bore a lot of people. Now, I've fallen a little bit behind on some movie reviews, so I'm kind of playing catch-up, but let me first get into why I really enjoyed Amsterdam. I think this film was pretty charming and witty enough to make it enjoyable. I think when you really get down into this film's guts, it's really a story about three friends who are going through some pretty crazy stuff together and have been for several years. At the center, there is this conspiracy within the United States that's going on that they are discovering. However, I think what really makes this film a little bit more heartfelt is that friendship aspect and it really makes the whole experience worthwhile. Within this triad of friends you just see these relationships that deep down you kind of want to have too because they look like they're just having so much fun no matter what they're going through whether it be good, bad, highs, lows, crazy stuff. It, it all just looks like it's done so well and it looks like it's just so much fun. And I think a lot of that is bolstered by the great performances in this film especially from John David Washington, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and many others. If you're looking for some masterclass performances, those three aforementioned do an excellent job to help hold this movie, and honestly, if you just like any one of those three, this movie is worth the price of admission alone for that reason. They're given so many opportunities to have fun with each other throughout the script. They really give it their all in their performances. They're really charismatic and really show off their acting chops. You just really buy into what exactly they're selling, and it makes for a really fun time. And I really gotta give it up to the supporting cast, especially for from those who we haven't seen in a lot of projects recently, which is Michael Shannon, Mike Myers, and Chris Rock. The three of them provide this sort of whimsical, questionable, comedic nature to the film that I think it needed. With the performances of our main trio, I think these other three aforementioned actors really help supplement it quite nicely and especially add to the comedic sense that they're kind of going for. And it's been a while since we've seen those three, maybe with the exception of Michael Shannon, but it's a nice reminder of just what these actors can bring to the screen. Chris Rock, every time he was on screen, made me laugh. Mike Myers, although he was a little less comedic, he still brought enough of his own DNA to make it feel like, ah, I know that guy. I remember that guy. I know exactly what he can do, and he's doing it again here. And you just absolutely fall in love with it. And although this movie is fun, charming, and has really great charismatic performances, a lot of times with films like this with a great all-star cast, it doesn't always pan out in the end results. So here's what I didn't enjoy about Amsterdam. This movie wastes a lot of of time. I mean, in just about every other scene, if not every scene, there is just dialogue that keeps going and going, and it feels like filler, even though it's kind of funny at points, and even though it helps support the charisma that these actors have. On the whole, it wastes a lot of runtime. To be honest, two hours, 11 minutes is criminally long for this movie. I think an hour 45, maybe even an hour and 30 minutes would have been much more appropriate. This movie's experience could have just been so much leaner if they just cut out a lot of the BS dialogue that they had because it almost seemed like they were ad-libbing or riffing off of each other for way too much in the movie. And although some of these moments land and are pretty enjoyable, 
enjoyable. It almost feels like padding runtime for the sake of padding runtime. It doesn't really add much to the story. And after a while, you really start to feel it. And if you're already in the majority of the people who have seen this movie and don't really like it, that doesn't exactly help things. In fact, I saw two people in the row in front of me walk out about halfway through this movie, and I saw two people clap at the end of this movie. So it did take that for what it's worth. And also, the movie can be pretty confusing in the plot. I'll kind of explain the plot like this. It's kind of like that prank that you give to relatives on Christmas where you've got their present, you got this box. They open up the first box, oh look, there's another box in there. They open up the second box, oh look, there's another box in there. This movie kind of does that with its story a little bit, and it can get really easy to be lost in that. At the very beginning, the movie's very clear, especially in the plot summary that I gave you, is that these three friends are framed for murder. But then there's another layer of abstraction, and then within that, there's another layer of abstraction, and then another, and then after a while, your head gets kind of spinny. You're trying to follow this whole conspiracy thread. You're trying to still grow and evolve with these characters, and after a while, you can kind of get lost in the sauce, which isn't pleasant. By the time you do reach the end of the film, everything becomes very clear, and you're no longer lost. But getting lost and that experience can be pretty frustrating, I think, for general audiences. And it could even make the movie, I would say, feel like a mess at some points. Fortunately, I was still able to have a really good time with this movie despite those shortcomings, but I wouldn't blame you if you said that this wasn't your cup of tea. So friends, in the end, I'm gonna have to give Amsterdam a seven out of 10. I thought it was good and I think it's worth seeing in theaters. This film is gonna be very divisive. I'm in the minority on it and according to Rotten Tomatoes and that I liked it, but I wouldn't blame you if you didn't enjoy it. So give it a shot. Let me know what you thought of it. Friends, thank you so much for watching the movie review. If you like this or thought it was helpful, I'd be honored if you consider clicking the like button, clicking these end cards up above, or the links down in the description below for your viewing pleasure. And if you want to check out my very first movie deep dive, I just celebrated the 12th anniversary of Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, which you can find in the link down in the description below. Once again, I've been Bryce. Until next time, have a great day. Yeah.